Welcome to the Cato Daily Podcast with Anastasia Glova. This is the podcast episode for July 3rd and July 4th, and it's no coincidence that the topic today is Independence Day. I'm sitting down with Cato's Executive Vice President David Bowes to discuss the meaning of this holiday in America. It's Independence Day tomorrow. What are Americans actually celebrating on July 4th? What does it mean? We're celebrating the idea that made America, the Declaration of Independence, the idea that all men are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And America, unlike every other country in the world, is based on an idea. And that idea inspired people to leave the old world and come here and then to rebel against the mother country and then to build a new country based for the first time on the idea of individual freedom and limited government and to restrict the government to protecting people's rights to rise and fall on their own. And, you know, we're having a big immigration fight right now. And some people think we have too much immigration. But One of the things that's telling us is that people still want to come to this country. It's still the land of opportunity. It still means this is where you can get ahead. This is where you can fulfill your own potential. The pursuit of happiness, whatever that is for you, whether it's making a lot of money or having a family or having a little house with a white picket fence and not working too hard because you want to come home and enjoy your family, all those things, America gives you a chance to be the best that you can be at what you want to be. And in some ways, what it means to be an American is to be someone who loves life enough to want to go to the place in the world where you can pursue happiness most effectively. Now, July 4th is a very patriotic holiday in our nation's history, so it begs the question, what defines patriotism? Is vigilance towards one's government the responsibility of a good citizen, for example? Yes, I think it is. I think one of the great things about America is people are free here to be involved in politics or not. But the founders understood that you can't have a free society unless people do take responsibility for the way the government operates. If you just let the government run things, then it will probably not operate in the interests of the citizens. Some libertarians like to say a true patriot loves his country and hates his government. That might be too strong sometimes, especially in the United States, but it does remind us that the country and the government are not the same thing, and it reminds us that it's our responsibility to shape our country, to make it the country we want it to be. So one of the reasons that the United States has never succumbed to the kinds of tyranny and authoritarianism that we see around the world, even sometimes in formerly democratic countries, is that America is built on people who believe in individualism and legal equality and standing up for your rights. One of the reasons that we believe in the Second Amendment is not just so we can go hunting, but because in the final analysis, we think it's a good idea for the people to be armed as well as the government, because if it ever came to it, we want to be prepared to protect our rights that way. Hopefully, The ballot box and the jury box will be good enough to protect our rights, but as a senator once said in his campaign, if those fail, you have the cartridge box. But the United States has certainly taken a public relations beating in the years since September 11th, both from abroad and from within its own borders. So have we perhaps strayed too far from the ideals on which this country was founded in the interest of protecting the homeland? 
Well, I think we have strayed in some ways. There are different things that people around the world don't like about America. And, you know, one of the things to remember is that there are always more people lined up at the American embassy to get visas than there are picketing outside it. So people get mad at America, but they still want to come here. Nevertheless, it is true that I think our foreign policy can sometimes be overly intrusive and interventionist, and that makes people mad. Some people are mad at us precisely because we're a free country. We're a country that has freedom of speech. We're a country that has equality for women. We're a country that has gay rights, religious toleration. And there are people in the world who don't like that. There are people in the world who don't like our dynamic free economy. There are people in the world who don't like the fact that guns are available in the United States. And those are all part of American freedom, and we don't want to back down on that. And maybe we need to do a better job of telling people why this works but we don't want to change it. In some other areas, though, our intrusive foreign policy, we probably should think about the impact that's having. Some of our policies with regard to people we accuse of being enemy combatants, torture, robust interrogation techniques, as the administration calls it, some of our uh, wiretapping, domestic surveillance, some of those policies, I think, are bad for American liberty and also bad for our international image. The most important thing is to get our policies right for us, then we'll worry about the international image. But when we're doing things that violate American freedom and are hurting our reputation, that's a double reason to be concerned. The Cato Institute, of course, engages these issues on a daily basis. How does the Institute plan to continue advancing its public policy mission? Well, obviously, all the things we do are about advocating and studying and promoting liberty. We publish books. We've distributed three million copies of the Cato Pocket Edition of the Declaration and the Constitution. Our books, our studies, our seminars, Cato University coming up at the end of the month, all about learning the first principles of America. And this July 4th, we're also announcing a new plan, and that's the creation of our Center for Promotion of Human Rights and our Global Freedom Initiative. And that is about taking all these basic ideas and taking them around the world to Russian-speaking people, to Arabic-speaking people, to Chinese-speaking people. We have a Kurdish program for the Kurds in northern Iraq and Turkey, and also a new program to take these ideas to the people of Africa in a couple of different languages. So all of this is about bringing the inalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness to more people than in the United States, not by force of arms, not by the State Department, not by the American government, but by the spread of ideas. You know, the Statue of Liberty, the real name of that is Liberty Enlightening the World. And that's what we're hoping to do with our websites, our books, our seminars around the world, is to let the message of liberty enlighten the whole world. David, thank you. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of Cato Daily Podcast. For more information, please visit us on the web at www.cato.org.